0: My name is Matt Brown.
1: I would have never thought that this moment would be happening right now.
0: And let's start the show. (laughs) Tackle him! Tackle him! And everybody. The world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Thursday, February 10th, 2022, and we have an amazing show for you this day, evening, morning, whenever you're listening to it. We have an amazing show for you. Before we get into the amazing things we're going to do regarding Super Bowl 56 and before we break down this matchup and before I bring the greatest crew and the productive NFL crew to join us in this breakdown, I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Twitter at Prod Combo pod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. So, what brings us here today? What's the special thing we got going this Sunday? Super Bowl 56, Super Bowl Sunday in America, one of the best days of the entire year. Pretty much Thanksgiving, but with your family and friends. And instead of the turkey, instead of the mashed potatoes, instead of the corn, all of that, you get your beer, you get your wings, you get your cold cuts, you get your nachos, your pizza. All of that and we all come together for one night only and we all watch the same thing, and that is the greatest event in the United States of America, the Super Bowl. And this is the fifty-sixth edition of this year's Super Bowl coming out of SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, California, six thirty PM Eastern Standard Time on NBC. We have the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Los Angeles Rams a batch-up of epic proportions. Can the Rams win their second-ever Super Bowl, their first one in L.A.? Can Sean McVay get over the hump and finally be known as the true guru that has won Super Bowl rings in this sport of football? Can Matt Stafford tip off an amazing moment in quite a roller coaster career and win a Super Bowl in Los Angeles after playing many years in Detroit? Does Odell Beckham shut the haters up and contribute to a Super Bowl winning team and he wins a Super Bowl in his insane career he has? I mean, the Los Angeles Rams, whether it's Aaron Donald, the best defensive player we have seen in this generation, finally getting his ring. Von Miller getting another one. Jalen Ramsey earning it. The Los Angeles Rams and all their great stories. They have Eric Weddle coming back out of retirement. I mean, the Los Angeles Rams are pretty, pretty interesting to check out. Or maybe you think a team out of Cincinnati, Ohio can pull off this Cinderella story. Can Joe Burrow, who is a recruit out of Ohio State who transfers to LSU, gets hit hard and people really thought that he wasn't going to be anything special, but he winds up leading one of the greatest Division One college football teams ever to a national championship in the LSU Tigers and wins the Heisman Trophy and becomes the number one pick in the draft, and in that rookie season, he gets hurt, and then he comes back and leads his team to the AFC Championship, goes down to Kansas City, Missouri defeats Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, and the Kansas City Chiefs in their home stadium, and now the Cincinnati Bengals, because of Joe Burrow, are in the Super Bowl. Does this amazing story of Jamar Chase, the surprise fifth overall pick in in this past year's NFL draft, can he top off an amazing rookie season by earning a ring? And Zach Taylor, who so many people thought that he was a underachieving loser coach. And now he, in his third season, can lead the Cincinnati Bengals to a Super Bowl victory. I mean, so many great stories about, uh, I mean, the list goes on and on from Higgins to... um, Uzmata. I'm sorry if I botched that name. Or did Joe Mixon finally earn his strides as one of the best running backs in the league? Can he help Cincy win a championship? The Cincinnati Bengals have quite the story themselves, so this Super Bowl matchup is really interesting. We have two teams that, sure, one, you thought in the Rams with all the players they were acquiring, that they have their chance once and for all. They're putting all the chips on the table and are they going to be able to pull off this huge win for the city of Los Angeles and they can win a Super Bowl in their home stadium or is it Cincinnati who nobody thought that they would be at this point in the season nobody thought that they were going to be this close whatsoever I mean when you're the 5th when you're picking 5th in the draft Not many people think uh, highly of you, but yet Cincinnati Bengals proved us all wrong and they're competing, trying to win their first championship in franchise history. Is Joe Burrow the one to lead them? Lots to do, lots to discuss. That's my little preview into this epic Super Bowl preview show. Yes, the preview to the preview, or I should say the trailer to the preview. Right here, right now, we have the productive NFL crew going to break down this matchup. Alex Rinellio, Brian McKeon are back with me. We are going to talk about the matchup as a whole. We're going to make our picks. We're going to talk about the keys to victory for both teams. We're going to talk about the weaknesses of both teams. And we're ultimately going to give our humble, expert opinion on how we think this game will unfold. So with that... Let's talk about the Super Bowl. Let's break down Super Bowl 56. Bengals, Rams, who you got? Let me, Brian, and Alex help you in your decision and help you know what's going on coming into Sunday night. So let's do it. Brian and Alex, it's your turn once again. Let's talk about Super Bowl 56.
1: This is a very productive
0: conversation. This Sunday, Super Bowl 56. The Cincinnati Bengals are going to Los Angeles to go up against the Los Angeles Rams. The AFC's Bengals, the NFC's Rams. And it's going to be quite an epic matchup. So we have the best in the productive conversations football crew to give our picks and predictions for the big game on Sunday. Always joining us is Brian McKeon. What's going on with the clean shaven today? What's going on, buddy? And a little baby face for this one. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. And then we have Alex Ranelio. what's up, Alex? Happy
1: to be back, my man. Let's talk some. Let's talk some football.
0: Yeah, or is this the real Alex? I should say. This is the real one. <laughs> Stand up. Great to hear. Great to hear. And everybody, fight against Instagram hacks. Fight against it. Report it if you see something. Say something. All right, guys. We've waited since the beginning of September for this. It's Super Bowl Sunday. What's it for all? So we reviewed how we got how these two teams got here last week. So I guess now let's look at the big picture. Then we'll, you know, go over some things, you know, compare the numbers together. Then we'll ultimately give our picks. So basically the big broad question I'm going to throw to you guys first. Who would have thought it was going to be? Bengals and Rams. What do you guys think of the matchup as a whole right now? Like, what comes to mind? Any given Sunday. Like,
2: any given Sunday. Like, it's just, just, you know, that's the good thing about football. You know, it's not a series where that, you know, the true winner... Comes out. Um, you know, that would it, you expect to win a game or a series, right, in other sports? Like, you have that one game where anything goes and anything could happen. So, the spontaneity mm-hmm. about it. Um, and, you know, you get the underdog story, like having the Bengals in this, you know, the re- return of Stafford from, you know, the ice, from the icy north of Detroit coming in right now to the, you know, the sunny LA and taking the team all the way to the Super Bowl in the first year. This is a good story, and I'm really excited.
0: Yeah, that's what um, really stuck, sticks out from this matchup right away for me is when Matt Stafford became a Ram in the off season. People, you know, do that bias, say, oh, they're definitely going to the Super Bowl now. And, well, I guess this genius move initiated from Sean McVay shows his reason why he is looked at as a guru. And if he finally wins that Super Bowl, He's only adding on to that legendary status for a guy who was only what? 38 years old. Insane. What do you think about this matchup as a whole, Alex?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a great game of the way. I feel like it's going to be a real highlight show. Um, no, I mean, I, I just, you never, you never count out the, uh, the underdog. You gotta, you gotta take every guy and not take them for granted. Um, I, I was very pleasantly surprised with the maturation of Zach Taylor and Joe Burrow. I'm, I'm just absolutely shocked. Even a week and a half later, we're still talking about how they overachieved this year. And I, and it's just amazing to see. Um, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if they pulled, pulled this off, but, but, you know, shout out to the Rams. I mean, they're a balanced team. They play all three phases and um, it's going to be a good game either way. I mean, I'm excited to see how, Both teams react right out of the gate, and I'm excited to see how um, what uh, Sean McVay has um, in terms of the upper hand with his second half adjustments. I think that he's uh, really a second half coach, a guy who can assess what he's seen on the field and uh, and make changes that are going to win them the game. So it's going to be it's going to be good. I think I think the Rams are going to come out a little cold. I think. Gonna play it safe. I think Stafford. This is a big moment. Um, The Bengals feel like they got nothing to lose, and they're gonna come out hot. Um, But I think the second half, it'll ultimately come down to the adjustments that McVay makes.
0: Hear that? Hear that? And talk about Zach Taylor. You know, his first two seasons, two and fourteen, then four and eleven. Goes 10 and 7 with the wild card spot. And he um adds on to his stock as a coach. Look at that. And yeah, I, I I didn't think when we saw um Joe Burrow get carted off the field in what was an empty COVID stadium um towards the later half of the 2020 season. And now the man beat Patrick Mahomes to go to the AFC, to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, that that shock pick. I mean, people thought they were gonna go fit add to their line in the draft and they picked Jamar Chase at number five, I believe. And I mean talk about underdog story. We'll definitely people- describe that massive too. What you were saying?
1: People were mocking them. I mean, I think out of the right out of the gate, I think they were saying, "Why can't you go into the season drafting a left tackle? Why don't you pick Rashawn Slater or mm-hmm. um, uh, Panay Sewell out of Oregon?" But I mean, it's they put they put the trust and the faith in Joe Burrow as the face of that organization from day one. And They said despite all the blunders that that owner has had and being cheap reputably over the years, I think he just put all his chips in the table at the center of the table for Burrow. Um, He said, you're, you're the guy you're in the front seat and you're going to make the decisions for us.
0: And look what has led to seriously great moves all around. And how can you, what can you complain? I think this is, what's great about Joe Burrow. We have an honest, wholesome, genuine, top football star that doesn't have an annoying brother or an annoying wife or has a crazy past tweeting or, you know, this, that, and the other. We can just cheer for Joe Burrow for being just a cool, authentic dude. So lots to be excited for there. So I guess after saying all of that, why don't we look at the matchup itself Super Bowl 56. Let's look at some early numbers right here. At this moment, as we record on the Tuesday before the Super Bowl, the eighth, the Rams are a four and a half point favorite. The spread is four even. And uh, the money line minus 190 for the Rams and plus 160 for the Bengals. So, and the over under for total scores 48.5. So, I think. It's fair to say that people believe that the Rams are going to win, and I think that will be the case. As much as I am excited to see Joe Burrow and the Rams take it, I think the game is really going to be split up into one major matchup. your are inexperienced and weaker offensive line versus one of the most intimidating pass rushes. In the National Football League, led by Aaron Donald. I think that would be the key to the matchup. Now, we saw them hold their own enough against a uh, Chiefs team and then a number one-ranked Titans team, but, I mean, this is the real deal. You have a – with this Rams team, you have everyone – you have a player who's on top of their game. Cooper Cup could be arguably being an – MVP, you have Odell Beckham who has risen the ranks. People, people really thought that he wouldn't, you know, contribute as much, and he has. You have him as an option. Obviously, Jalen Ramsey, top defensive back in the league, and if not number one, as I mentioned, Aaron Donald, three time defensive player of the year, still at the top of his game, made a crucial final play against Jimmy G to ultimately win the NFC, so he could clearly play with that energy throughout the entire game and then you know with a key pickup in Vaughn Miller uh, to help those linebackers out there and he's playing as good as he was in an amazing offseason and also at the um, addition of Eric Weddle being a rejuvenated player the defensive backside as well This defense is going to be tough, and I can't think it can overmatch the Bengals' offense. And remember, one thing I said, Joe Mixon needed to have a good game, especially in the AFC Championship. I don't see him um, making much progress against the Rams' line. And I'm going to give it as a final score of 27 to 18. No, I'm going to go with 27 to 19, I think. Keith McPherson will have a bunch of field goals and I think they'll just have a hard time to get, well, to get um, success in the red zone beyond that. And I just think with this offensive juggernaut where Cooper cup can have like 11 catches for 140 yards and then Odell Beckham with like six catches for a hundred cam Akers being rejuvenated. And then you have Sonny Mitchell and the, Backfield as well. I think this will ultimately complete the journey for the Rams. And for somebody who put everything into this one season, you lose this game, it'll be a huge underachievement. And then people will question Sean McVay's legacy. If he can be known as somebody who gets his team to the big game, but can't ultimately win it. So that's what I say with this matchup. What do you guys think across the board? How do you guys see this game going?
2: I see the same way. Um, I think that, you know, the Bengals are ahead of schedule by about like two, three years at this point. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, like would I like to see the underdog win? Absolutely. But I feel that the Rams have the better built up roster. Um, the the defense, I think it's going to come down to defense because they equally have. Um, I would even say the Bengals probably have a better offense than the Rams just as a system because the Rams uh, Rams run game I don't really trust as much as that I do trust the Bengals um, mm-hmm. run game. Um, it also depends for the Rams on the health of Andrew Whitworth who's playing his former team because that you know that will knock down their run game even more for left tackle. Um, you know the weak point of the offense of the Bengals is the offensive line, even though we've saw that with nine sacks um, on the Titans, um, Joe Burrow was still able to pull out the win. Mm-hmm. So he can take Pressure. So it really, you know, I, I think it's going to come down to defensive game um, and turnovers. And that's where I think the Rams are going to make those plays. I'm expecting a Super Bowl 50 kind of game b- between Von Miller and Aaron Donald, where um, it's just a ton of sacks. And, uh, you know, a couple of forced fumbles, you know, I think combined for them, they more, both of them might combine for a three and a half plus sacks and I think a force fumble, um, you know, I, I think it's gonna be a good game. And I also think that the Rams, right? Uh, they need to win a Super Bowl, right? Sean McVay needs to prove that he win the big game. And you also have a lot of guys on that team that need that Super Bowl to put that Hall of Fame eligibility and keep on pushing that a little bit more. You know what I mean? I can't name one person right now on the Bengals who has any chance of the Hall of Fame right now, but I can name about 10 on the Rams. So, you know, that one ring, it would mean a lot. Um, And for score,
0: I think it's going to be 28-17 Rams. Okay, okay. Great analysis right there, Brian. Alex said l- we'd all love to hear what you got to say about the big game.
1: <laughs> um, I'm going to go 24, 21 on this. I'm going to go walk off Mick Pearson, Super Bowl 56. Ooh. I'm taking the underdogs. Um, I just believe in burrow. I think he's the hottest commodity, the, the hottest big thing in the AFC right now. Um, I think that this team has just such a chip on his shoulders and they've been playing. So loosey goosey, I, they I, I'm a big psychology guy and I look at the Rams. I look at Stafford and he checks all the boxes. He looks like he's McVay's guy, but there's just some reservation at the biggest stages. I just don't, I just don't believe in now. Again, he's had impressive wins and he's made one hell of a run to make it here. um, But there's just something I, I, there's just something I don't trust with him um, on this biggest stage. And I think they have all the right pieces. I mean, they check every box on all three phases of, of of the game. But there's just some magic with Burrow, man. And and if this is the year to do it, it's going to be this year.
0: Okay, sweet, sweet. Now, if there were to be an upset, and we do have the Bengals taking over the Rams, I was just wondering, Brian, what do you think would have to go wrong with the Rams? to let that thing happen. Is it similar to what Alex's take or what do you think is the other perspective? How would the Bengals defeat this intimidating defense?
2: Stafford's going to have to throw two interceptions or there's going to have to be two fumbles on the running backs in this game. Um, And key. And I'm not talking about just, you know, first quarter, like first, second drive. I'm talking about like second half, like third quarter, like momentum shifts. Like it's going to take a legit surge of energy. I think, um, for this Bengals team to win, and that's not because I think a knock on them. I just think that the Rams are too—they're built too well, and the pressure is all on them. They and McVay is a student of the game to the point that he's going to make sure that this game's good. Like in my eyes, if they lose this Super Bowl, they have to rebuild and just try to get rid of all this money, even though they're going to take dead <laughs> path, because they have the perfect team. So what could you do now?
0: Yeah, for somebody who. Knocked out who ended Tom Brady's career and then let's be down. Talk about underachieve, as I said. And I'll ask the same thing with Alex. If your prediction doesn't go the way it should, what would the Bengals have to do to uh, not pull off this great upset? How do you think the Rams would take it on?
1: I mean, they're going to play their game plan. They, they know how to, you know, um, go down the field with a balanced attack with Michelle um so I mean michelle and uh and cam acres and they're going to try to get um cooper cup in one on one coverage and if if they double him then beckham's going to have his opportunities all all evening long so i think the opportunities will be there it's just a matter of will they reduce the penalties um are they going to take care of the football um the the Secondary for Cincinnati was really heating up the second half of the year. Um, not only just their front four, but their corners, um, obviously infamously with the Chiefs game and how it ended. And um, they're going to have to be careful. Stafford's going to have to be really crystal clear in the pocket. and He's going to have to be sharp. So I'm um, counting on uh, a couple turnovers to change this game.
0: Yeah, I'd have to say the same thing. If If in terms of a Rams loss, it would have to be a sloppy – Terrible yeah. game. And for a team as also just to support what Brian was saying, a team that doesn't really have any weaknesses on paper, it would be hard to mess that up against this Vegas team while you're in your home stadium as well. So they do not want and- to follow suit.
1: Yeah, and, and certainly pressure's a factor. You know, I mean, being at home and having all the expectations, they put all their chips in the center of the table. Um, this is a lot to ask of this team, and they've answered the bell all year, but, they're, um, you know, there's just no other game like it, and uh, uh, it's going to come down to turnovers and taking care of the football.
0: Yeah, and throughout, you know, as this week has gone, I've heard a lot of people, majority of the media say they feel be a blout even though the Vegas odds keep it at only a four-point game. Yeah. Uh, I think it's it just maybe undervalues or even undermines this matchup as a whole for people to think that this team that has so many secret weapons on it, especially the Bengals. And again, especially the Keith McPherson aspect, you could get you could be comfortable with this rookie getting 56, 55, 54 yard field goals. So it could just be a game of getting into good field position. And, again, if you could just pressure Stafford, who so far in these three games he's had, I would say two really good games, one bet okay game. And, um, you know, you just have to beat that weakness side of him. So, yeah. Just a quick other few FUD things. One, do you think the national anthem by mickey Gaiden will be over under two and a half minutes i say it's going to be under simply i don't know who she is i'm sure she's talented but this is one of the best biggest prop bits of the year for some reason do you guys think if you had to suggest to our audience that they were going to vote where would they go
2: I'm taking I'm taking the over. A little LA Sun might hit her in the R and she might lose a few seconds, so I might go
0: over that. <laughs> hey, Stuck Couch, what do you say, Alex? Um, oh, I'm sorry, what? Over, under two and a half minutes for the national anthem.
1: For uh, our they're listeners gonna at home. I'm going to drag that sucker out. I'm going to go over.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so oh, all yeah. of us at that, let's go. Is there any Super Bowl commercial that you're particularly excited for or heard about? I heard there's going to be a freaky Pita commercial coming. I, I really did. Whatever that means. <laughs> Bud Light one. There's always a good Bud Light one. Definitely. The Clydesdale hits the heart every time. <laughs> So, I mean, for five and a half million dollars is good. seven million dollars of commercial better be good. And then my last thing, are you guys hyped for the halftime show? Do you think it'll be good? Do you think it'll be epic? Do you think it's going to suck? You have Dr. Dre performing with Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige and Kendrick Lamar. Do you think this might change music forever? Do you think this might change the world? I think so. This might be one of the most significant movement moments in hip-hop history. Right here, right now. One of those big unifiers? <laughs> yes. It'll bring the Gen Zs, the Millennials, together, and then the Gen Xs and the Boomers are going to hate it. That is my prediction. <laughs> oh, boy. I agree with that. When's the last time Snoop and Dre like, played together? A long time. I I know at least they did that uh, Tupac hologram show, I think, uh, 10 years ago. Do you think somebody's going to be coming back from the dead?
2: That'd be insane. That'd be insane. (laughs)
0: Like, California Love
2: Clums comes on and the hologram of Tupac with Drapes. Oh,
0: man. And then you have Eminem come out. And then... Kendrick Lamar, they reenact 8 Mile. They have Anthony Mackie come in. (laughs) Like I said, it's going to be an insane time. Well, like I said, short and sweet, guys. You let it all out on all standpoints, whether pop culture, whether the game itself. I think this is going to be a very, very fun Super Bowl to watch either way. Don't forget to tune in. As we're going to be doing an instant reaction show as soon as the game is over, as we reflect on this epic matchup, hopefully, and hopefully not a dud, hopefully it's a special one. We need a Super Bowl 48, not a Super Bowl, you know, 50. We want a good, hardcore game. So I think that's where we're going to get. Is there any other final words, guys, you have about Super Bowl 56 before we head into it Sunday?
2: Hopefully there's not that many penalties. I want to really just, like, I want to see the teams play. No controversial calls. The lights don't go out. I want to <laughs> see
0: the game. I hear that. I hear that. That'd be nice. You got anything, Alex?
1: Oh, uh, just, just word to the wise with you guys, man. I'm excited. I hope it's a close nail-biter, and um, we'll take it from there.
0: All right. We're looking forward to it. Brian and Alex, thank you again. And I'm looking forward to reflecting on this matchup with you as soon as it's over. Thank you so much and have a great night.
2: Yes, sir.
0: Have a good night, boys. Alex and Brian, pleasure doing business with you. Pleasure making great content and pleasure talking about Super Bowl 56. I appreciate you guys, and I'm looking forward to talking about the game as soon as it's over, and you, the greatest listeners and fans in the world, don't forget to check us out as soon as the game's over. We will drop it on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. I would say probably within after two hours of the game, we should be good. Literally, the three of us agreed, game over. Game over. I'm going to wait like 10, 15 minutes, get ourselves, get ourselves settled, and then we're going to go talk about what we witnessed. So it's going to be a good time. Don't forget to check us out right after the game on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to also, don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast, again, on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media we're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Twitter at ProdConvoPod. Pod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. So yes very next show is right after the Super Bowl so it will be ready for you on Monday the 14th hope everybody has a wonderful Valentine's Day for those who celebrating and those who don't I hope you have a wonderful Monday because you deserve it and I guess having Valentine's Day on a Monday when you're single is pretty convenient because it's just another annoying day until you know when it's not and you have a valentine for you to enjoy and experience yeah you might be single this year for it but who knows what next year it what next year brings and the year after that and the year after that as you uh grow some companionship of course and then you know see where that connection leads from there either way is a big day for you, Valentines. It's also big for you to listen to our reaction to the Super Bowl. And we will see you all then. You have a wonderful weekend. Stay safe out there. Do the right thing. Don't forget to check in on your friends and family. And I will be returning with... Brian and Alex this Monday a couple hours after the Super Bowl we are dropping our reaction to Super Bowl 56. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast and I will see you after the Super Bowl. Peace.